the Zeitgeist features four different personalities who provide their spin on what's being talked about right now in today's culture. Their conversations include current news, celebrity culture, politics, and more. The moderator starts and ends each discussion. The comedian holds nothing back. The wild card keeps you on your toes. And the analyst breaks it all down into easy-to-understand points. Welcome to the Zeitgeist. Episode 20. Happy New Year, Zeitgeist listeners. <laughs> the fun bunch of Zeitgeist people are well-rested post-vacation and back the fun bunch. <laughs> and well-rested. Yeah, it's nothing fun about me. <laughs> nothing well-rested either. Come on, guys. It's the New Year. I'm excited with you, Brittany. I'm going with you. Yeah, yeah. New Year. You're, you're, switching your, you're switching your vote. Yes, we're post post Christmas season. We don't have to go into stores and just see a bunch of Santa Claus crap, and and we don't need to listen to people whine about red cups anymore. You know, (laughs) all about good energy, new possibility, and Zeitgeist is here again um, for you guys, and we're ready to get started. So let's just welcome everybody. I'm Brandy, your moderator, and I'm here with Ayana, the comedian. Hello, hello, hello. Happy 2016. <laughs> Chauncey, the analyst. Hey, everybody. It's great to be back this new year. And Chris, Connoisseur is a sport. Yes, the scout is here, and the holidays are over, and the scout is happy about that. Are you happy, though? No, because i got to go back to work. But other there than you that, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of happy, let's jump into the sizzle. So I know a group that's really happy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Some white guy created a um, a dating site called uh, White People Meet as a response to some of the current uh, cultural specific sites that already exist. Black People Meet being one of them for people of African-American and the African diaspora from, you know, the African diaspora who are African-American and also J-Date people who are, um, who are Jewish. And there's also Christian singles. Christian singles. Yes, that is. Another and the, the one for older people. I forgot what they. Um, my time. Yeah. Our time. That's our time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, now, of course, there's some, some controversy going on around this good old white people meet site. Um, mostly because um, no one understands why white people need a site specifically for them. But the guy, um, last name Russell, Sam Russell, who created it, 53 year old uh, man, he wants to let us know that he is not racist because he dated a black woman. A, oh, yeah. singular, one. <laughs> one. It's very and important. This, man, does, this is not yeah. about race. His name is Sam Russell. He's 53, and he's a used car mogul from Utah. This is all Vox has a great article on this. Um, and what they also did, because the question is, do we need or not we? Do they need this site? Because uh, the OK Cupid co-founder uh, Christian Rudder was talking about how white people get the most responses anyway, right? On non-specific sites. So why do you need this? And this is always 
going to be when a specific uh, minority group does something for themselves where there are certain white people, not all, or maybe not even a majority, but certain white people who go, well, we need ours as well. Well, the right. thing is, you already have yours. Right, it's See, called because, everyday life. Yeah, whatever is set up that's not specific to certain groups is white. I don't even understand it. It right. is white automatically. We live in a white culture. I don't know what's going on. And, right. and I think a part of the problem is when you are born uh, into privilege without knowing it, you don't understand the other side of it. You can't. And it's not it's not the fault of people who are born in the privilege that way. You just don't have the materials or the tools, as Janice Dickinson would say, to empathize with those groups. So, I mean, you know what? If, if they want to have that site, go ahead. All right, go ahead. White people. I, make, and by the way, you don't have to be white to be on the site. But you well, do that's have the to same be, thing. You do have to be heterosexual. Let's note that. Oh, and, okay. Yes. <laughs> I see this as a big troll. It's just, yeah. you know, it's just we're gonna put this up to because I don't like 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 you were saying, um, Chauncey. Uh, I don't like these specific sites for minorities. I'm just gonna put this up to ca cause friction. That's how I look at this because I think this is even even the site's functionality. It isn't there. It doesn't work. Yeah, he was right. saying. Yeah. Right. So it's a stunt. I'll call it that. I think it's more of a stunt to cause. What he's yeah. getting, which is outrage on the internet, people responding um, in kind to this, you know, this is an outrage and calling it racist. I think that's the goal. So maybe he's trying to sell more used cars. But <laughs> even the person, even yeah. the OK Cupid, I mean, <laughs> attempt to say to point out that white people make up uh, the most of the site and they're the ones that are chosen the most. Um, because obviously, if this site goes into business, then it's cutting into some of his profit as well. Um, mm -hmm. If you want to look at it from there, but I, I think you, you know uh, uh, when you think about it, there's something about it that bothers me, and I feel like I don't have a leg to stand on to say that it bothers me um, because it's all emotionally based on why it bothers me. I don't have a, I can't argue a good reason why it bothers me other than. I mean, the same way when I was in college, yeah, there's a black student association for a reason. Right. When I was at Penn State, 3% of, of the campus, 3% of the 40,000 people that were there were minorities. And my minorities, I mean, that encompasses your Indians, your blacks, your Asians, your Latinos. Like, I mean, it's 3% of that. So, yeah, it's necessary that we find each other and we feel some kind of unity. Mm -hmm. But on the same side, everybody has their right to, you know, put up a site and do what they want. And you don't, I mean, I know there are white women on blackpeoplemeet.com because well, they're trying to meet black people too. Th that's true. Politics. Maybe Ted Cruz can start um, where Canadians meet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going <laughs> That was good. <laughs> Let's head into the politics section. Our good friend Donald Trump, who we, you know, we, we pretty much have just accepted yeah. that he will be part of the conversation until his political circus run is over. And yeah, yet again, he has sure. come for um, a candidate about their their uh, nationality. You yeah, know? Where they were born. Birthalism again. His current victim. Yeah. So, and you know, because remember everyone in 2012. 
Trump was uh, one of the people or one of the main people to start or to promote the birther attack against President Obama. Um, now, the problem is Obama was born in Hawaii. I don't care what anybody says. That's what we have documented. I mean, it's ridiculous to say otherwise. So that whole birtherism thing for him was comical, to say the least. For Ted Cruz, though, he was not born in the United States. He was born in Canada. So it's even a legal question because to become president of the United States, you have to be a natural born citizen. Some people believe that means you must have been born inside of the United States in one of the 50 states. Um, now, Ted Cruz's, uh, was it mother or father? One of his parents' mother is uh, American and his father's not. So, you know, some people in the majority of experts, I, be I believe, say that as long as one of your parents is a citizen of the United States, then you are a natural born citizen as well. But it is not a, a it is not legally, uh, it has not legally been nailed down, even though most people say if we were to take this to court, it would be acceptable. I think so, John McCain also was born physically in, is it Panama? The, yes, that's right. But the difference, even with John his McCain, parents yeah. were American citizens, obviously. And I think when, when he was born, the, the federal government sent his paperwork. It's like, you know. But that, that John McCain is different. Because I believe he was on uh, like a naval base or something because of his father. Oh, so um, it's US. so yeah, yeah. So it's it's different, even because John McCain does not like Ted Cruz. Now this is interesting, Chris. You brought this up. John McCain does not like Ted Cruz at all because remember, everyone, Ted Cruz is the Republican senator that no one likes. Right. Even his Republican colleagues. So that goes to John McCain. And John McCain actually came out and trolled on this about Ted Cruz, too. <laughs> so John McCain was like, uh-uh, you ain't like me. No, right. no, no. We still have a question about you. Um, so it's it's nice to see that Donald Trump is an equal opportunity offender. <laughs> and I think, and, and of all people, Ted Cruz deserves it. Um, so it, it's it's funny to see what's going on here because he's like look and, Ted, and Trump of course is going look I like Ted Cruz I'm just concerned I want to make sure you know because, because uh, he was you know it's not from me this is Donald Trump it's not me who's saying this no you know the, the Democrats have said it the media the, my, people around the country I've heard they've raised this uh, now the Democrats he says plural but it's really only one is Alice Alan Grayson who's a crazy man um, he said that if Ted Cruz gets uh, the nomination he will file in court uh, okay. to sue. So, you know, there's all this stuff going on, but... Well, uh, I'll say this about Trump. I, I, his motivations are because Ted Cruz, I believe, leads him in Iowa. That's right. So, I, this was, I, I believe he was approached about this some months ago, and he said it wasn't a big deal, and, you know, Trump talk, you know, I, I checked with all my people, and they're telling me that he's fine, that that's not an issue, but now, because of the polling, Mm-hmm. Now he's decided to, you know, latch on to this and, and kind of use it. But he also has to walk walk that tightrope because they kind of have the... They share voters to a degree. Whereas, I believe there's some polling where if Ted Cruz didn't win, the next choice for these um, interesting people, we'll call them, is Donald Trump. And the reverse is true as well. So they're wading in the same water. So that's why they try not to offend each other or attack each other because they don't want to alienate potential voters mm -hmm. odd news speaking of alienating guys let's move into odd news now i'm going to pose a question to you guys 
living uh in close quarters uh what 75 percent of the panelists right now live in new york city close quarters if you had a loud neighbor <laughs> that was uh engaging in sexual intercourse how would you handle that ayana go first <laughs> i'm glad that you asked me um i would engage as well i'm joking um <laughs> fire with fire uh I would probably go knock on the door. I, I, I'm a confrontational person. So. Now, I have a question for you, Ayana. Uh-oh. Would you knock on the door first or would you knock on the wall first? This is coming from experience. I know where he's going with this. <laughs> okay, so well, I would knock on, I would, same, I would not, I would not, I would bang on the wall, but chances are if they're that engaged, because my neighbor right now, she is, I thought I was a Beyonce fan, but she makes me hate Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I've also struggled with that lately. He is crazy in love with. Yeah, they go too far. I, I can't. I can't. Right. So, whenever I work from home, I, I I I hate Beyonce for the day. But I've let it slide. Now, if it was <laughs> all that, then mm-hmm. I, I we're gonna have to talk about it face to face. So I'm gonna actually knock on the door, and I'm probably gonna be very sarcastic, like, "Ma'am, are you okay? I heard some weird sounds coming from there." I wanted to make sure that you were safe, so I would take it that route. But both of us would know exactly that we knew what was going on. Yeah, you could you could call the cops, but see, I do that because they might mistake me. Right. <laughs> you know, you can't be calling the cops, okay, when you're me. They might shoot me. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, calling mistake. the cops, calling the cops. Really, you need to go through a series of steps before you want to bring them in for numerous reasons. Um, you know, and if you are a criminal, don't ever call the cops. Okay, that's when you better not snitch. Um, but you know, there that's why I was saying, you know, you knock on the wall, see if there's a response, then you have to get your clothes on and go knock on the door. <laughs> and that's when that's when the throwdown is about to happen. And when they finally open that door, just give them a nice silent look and then start. <laughs> Now, discussion. do you wait until they're finished, or do you just... No, think, no, yeah. you don't wait. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> don't wait. Now, see, now, now, see, here's the thing, though. The first time, maybe you wait, because they may not know. Like, you do want to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially if you're living in close quarters. Um, but after that, if it's the second time, then it's got to escalate. And if it's the third time, that's when you just got to throw it down and be like, look, you won't hear from me again. You're going to hear from somebody else. <laughs> but do cops handle noise complaints? That was a joke, yeah. <laughs> I have not called the cops. No, 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 not called the cops. I don't mean it literally everywhere. <laughs> but I, look, I might call the landlord. Don't play with me. No, I, I, I might that. call the landlord, suckers. <laughs> well, Stacy Ritson, a 32-year-old blogger, decided... 38, 38. 38 yes, 38-year-old blogger, decided to take... um take her sexy noise neighbor make sexy, sexy noise <laughs> noise making <What>? neighbor <laughs> to good old twitter <laughs> not, not only uh posting pictures but also offering up sound bites um and yeah. i mean I, it's it's funny i mean it's funny just because the journey that she goes on is kind of hilarious. She assumes that it's a bus driver because there's some some school bus parked outside of the house. Right. Yeah, she went full. <laughs> she went full detective. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And she even was like, "Look, it, these are two women." I mean, she really right. like went there. Um, 
wow. And you know what, though? I actually, I thought about this. I was like, is this too much? But then I thought again, I was like, no. Because if you were being that loud. Yeah. You deserve it. Because this is not, this is not an apartment building. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're being that loud, well, then you want it to be broadcast. And and Stacey Ritson is also a blogger for Uproxx. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this will help her in other ways to do yeah. that, giving yeah. attention to her. But I, I just think it's funny. So, yeah, uh, the Daily Mail actually did a piece on this. Um, so if you if you want to hear <laughs> or see <laughs> what Brandy is talking about from Stacey, they have all these posts up there. Um, but good, good for Stacy, and hopefully her neighbors uh, will be a little more quiet in the future. Yeah, you know, and I want people to have a good time. I really yeah. do. You know, yeah, if you're with, you know I do. You know, if you're with someone that makes you, you know, go like that, you know, more power to you. So, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you can't disturb the block. Right. Do some Why? yoga. Do some yoga because this woman is screaming and yelping and shrieking. Do some yoga so you can put that into the breath. Maybe get, get a pillow. Maybe she get an elevation mask. Yeah, that's I was going to get a breathing mask. mask. Yeah, we were talking the bane, the, the bane from Batman mask. Get one of them. Something. How much these things retail for? <laughs> like twenty bucks. Six, uh, the most expensive one oh, is like seventy bucks. They're not, no, they're not for the audience, we had an offline conversation yes. about these breathing masks in case anyone's wondering. Yes. Yeah, people train and oh, and I, the reason they train it's uh, it's for high altitude, so they they uh, they simulate a high ah. altitude experience, so it ah, will okay. have to breathe better. That that'll yeah. that'll look that'll calm it down. Mm-hmm. Or soundproof your house. That too. Do that. Like think of other people instead of right. just yourself. And that's or get the key. somebody, that's or the get somebody that doesn't make you do that. That's what makes you so, that upsets you so, is the lack of consideration. And this is an epidemic across uh, society where we just do whatever we want to do and don't even consider how it may affect others. Okay. And also, I'll add one tidbit. If you're going door knocking and you're going to do the confrontation thing, um, get yourself a nice hoodie. (laughs) You might get shot on the way out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Why do you need a hoodie to do this? Well, you put the hood on and you you escalate the intimidation yeah. factor. Well, I've done that actually. You're stealing. I know I've, I've done, done that. You, hey, I'm proud of you. But nowadays, and look at right. the response I got. Let, uh, to finish to wrap this up, the response I got because they did not open the door when I went in there with my hoodie on. The, the next time I went without it, they were like, "Oh, oh, we didn't. We we were scared. We didn't know who you were." <laughs> what they, they they made you through the peephole? Yeah, they looked through that peephole. Was like, "Uh oh, you know." <laughs> N word with a hoodie on. Uh, I know right. what they're thinking. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I knocked up an escalator before I knocked on a window. So. Yeah, you. you, you. <laughs> what? I mean, climbed up a fire escape. I climbed out my window, walked up the fire escape, and knocked on the window. <laughs> out of the place. So they, they they opened the window, and I just gave them the look. Like, come on. Come. On. So. Yeah. So all of you, <laughs> calm it down with the sex noises Please. out there. <laughs> Oh, you might get live. You might get live tweeted. I mean, hey. <laughs> Let's hello. And if you if your mom's Chris Jenner, she'll be able to flip it into an invite. Um, or anything like Chris Jenner, she can flip it into an invite. Health and science. Yet again, we have some new dietary <laughs> guidelines. This, this, this me off. I got very angry by this one. Half <laughs> measures. Very angry. Talk about how you're feeling about this. Oh, I'm very angry. 
Well, Why are you introduce- angry, Ayana? Well, no, you have to introduce it first. What, the half good. measures? I call them half measures. But, well, well, mean- well, just to... to- <laughs> Yeah, it's not much to say, but every five years, <laughs> the federal government comes up with an updated uh, dietary guideline Sham. for everyone. Now, I will say this before we go into whether you like it or not. No one follows these guidelines. Not a person. So anybody who's saying that they're responsible for the obesity epidemic is either a fool, lying, or both. And they all got something to sell. Okay, they all got something to sell. No one has ever, and by no one I mean the majority, has ever followed the U.S. dietary guidelines. Okay? And you can track that via what people buy and throw away. We know it. Also, I do want to report that since 2009, people have been eating less added sugar. Again, since 2009, people have been eating less added sugar. So you can't put the obesity epidemic on that. Also, uh, since the 70s, people are drinking less uh, milk, but eating way more cheese. Mm. Okay, so overall dairy has gone up because of cheese consumption. Some tidbits you may not know. When we talk about grains, everyone, no one is eating whole grains. It's like 3% of the grains eaten in this country are whole. So you can't blame the grains. You can blame processing. All in all, to say this, we're eating more calories. Period. Okay, Ayana, what upsets you about the guidelines? After all that, I'm supposed to follow up? I mean, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, tell us. I don't have passion like that. That was... Yeah. That was you know, so one thing that... Well, it said that those dietary guidelines are what... Uh, fuel the the school lunches that's how that's true which is, which is a lot of money yeah. right there so whenever you have money involved in health obviously money's going to trump health um so that's what bothers me because there are a lot of people who literally have no who aren't going to go out go out and do the research and figure out what is true and what's not they're just going to listen to what's being told um, and that's sad. I feel sorry for those people, but in their mind, they're like, I have other things to worry about than this. Now, being somebody with a chronic disease with no cure, I, my health is obviously paramount because I've experienced what it's like to not have it. So that is a priority to me. But to the normal, everyday American who does not have yet any chronic issues, um, they're just going to trust whatever garbage is fed to them on mainstream media. And it's killing people. So that's what bothers me because money is what's really fueling all of this. Um, and it's just, I, it, it's sad because people just don't know any better. And if you don't know any better, you can't do better. Not saying that if they actually knew better, they would do better, but at least give them real solid, concrete information. Yeah, yeah I, you can I don't trust the source. No, yeah. I don't, I don't think people pay attention to this. I think y'all, well, Chauncey kind of relayed that point. Um, but, there are there is collateral damage like you said with these school lunches and really it, it it affects the options you have I'll put it that way so people tend to think if it's in the store it won't kill me mm-hmm. yeah that's why, <laughs> I like that they, why would they sell it to me and kill me because it's a trust thing with, with people I mean, and, and they they see it. right I mean you know we see it all the time so it, it they people don't get to this level of detail they accept what's presented to them mm-hmm. um, now there's also 
you know, to quote my man McCarthy, some politically strategy going on. <laughs> the, the lobbying, and this goes to what Ayana was saying with money. It always ends with how do we run our business and sell what we want to sell. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so, because what happens, they, they have a committee of scientists who come up with recommendations, but then right. it goes through the political process and it right. changes. And that's the and issue. Right. That's yeah. the issue. Now, I will say this is not all bad. Um, Washington Post and other outlets have done basically bullet points of the takeaways. Um, so I'll just give them to you. They say for salt, less than 2,300 milligrams a day for everyone and less than 1,500 milligrams a day for people who are more sensitive to salt. Uh, coffee, they say up to five cups a day. Five and, cups. Well, people like a lot of coffee, though. If I would drink five cups of coffee, I'd be awake <laughs> for a week. Yeah, it's up to. Now, the thing about coffee is people don't eat enough plants. So if you add in coffee, then all of a sudden you get all of these antioxidants. That's what it comes down to coffee. If you're on a healthy diet, coffee's not going to help you. But the thing uh, with coffee, though, is people are going to drink black coffee. People are putting sugar right. and cream in coffee. So that, that oh, needs to be very well, good. That, Brandy. Dairy, they say stick to low fat or skim milk, which will make the paleo nuts go crazy. Uh, sugar. <laughs> going to kill you. Keep added sugar is less than 10% of daily calories. They took away the cholesterol limit, but they still say eat as little as possible, which is confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, as always. Alcohol is up to one glass a day for women and up to two glasses for men. Keep in mind, everyone, that alcohol is a uh, car- uh, carcinogen. I know most people don't know that, but it is. Uh, meat, they say get a variety, but go for lean and watch out for saturated fat, which really means watch out for meat. It, like, it's just meat, right? <laughs> Limit saturated fat, but watch out for certain whatever. And this is where Chris was saying about these lobbying. Yes. And, and make this murky. So it's really language, right? It's language yeah. that mm-hmm. undermines. They don't say. They don't say limit meat. Right. They say limit saturated fat. You know, they right. don't go to the food, which would help people. And for saturated fat, they say keep it to less than ten percent of daily calories. So just like the added sugars, um, they want you to eat more vegetables, more fruits, more whole grains. Well, actually, they say grains at least half of which are whole grain. I, that doesn't make any sense. No. Nope, uh, Again, about the fat-free, low-fat dairy, uh, variety of protein fl- foods, including seafood, lean meats and poultry, eggs, legumes, which include beans and peas, soy products, and nuts and seeds, which is funny because nuts and seeds don't have that much protein. Uh, and they even include oils, which I think is baffling. Um, I think what happens with oils is if you, if you swap certain oils for butter, you get a better outcome. So then they get more oil, which makes... Right, sense. you get into the lesser of evils here. That's right. Now, let right. me just throw in... Hold on, let's things. point out, let's point out yeah. that all four of us are pretty intelligent folks. Mm-hmm. And everything that you just spat at us, I'm confused. I'm, this is, I'm just reading yeah. the list. Yep. So, that's <laughs> all so I'm, I'm doing. just, I'm like, I, I'm, all of us in here... And, all educated would say, folks, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know what you just said. I would say to to uh, piggyback on that, um, that's done on purpose. It's on purpose. Right? Oh yeah, and that's the what I'm saying. They the don't, they don't, right? Yeah. They don't point out the food. They don't say eat this, don't eat that. Which is what you right. need to do. Right. You so can, you at least because. Be that. Yeah. And, Red and, meat needs to be on here. Red meat needs to be separated out. And I've heard some of the scientists that have advised on this. And it was one guy, I was listening to the radio on NPR, he was very upset mm-hmm. that they shot down and removed the red meat recommendation, which is to leave it alone, okay? And also that the environmental impacts. 
that's one of the things I was going to bring up. Right? Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. Go ahead. Uh, environmental. The environmental impacts were left out of this or forced out of it. Right, um, because... Uh, the, yeah, go ahead. You got, yeah, I'll let you pick it up there because you have a grasp of this. Because that health panel that brings this information to the committee to figure out what they're going to use did include uh, the environmental impacts of meat consumption and, and said that that's something that we should consider. That, of course, is conspicuously missing mm -hmm. from these guidelines because they said, um, well, that has nothing to do with diet. Okay. Oh, but well, what's the catch why, there, right? Right. But, but then why do you have an exercise component to these? That has nothing to do with diet. <laughs> right. So uh, please. And the other thing I was going to say is for men and boys. Yep. Everybody hold your horses here. Yep. For men and boys, they say less protein. Less protein. Isn't that interesting? For men and boys, they say men and boys in the United States are eating too much protein. Now, this is not in the summary. <laughs> You actually have to read all of that stuff to get and that's it. The, right, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. You really have to go through it with the with the fine tooth comb to get even that amount of yeah. information. And they bury it on. I, I mean, again, don't. I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist. I don't think I am, but I think they bury the stuff or make it, like I said, purposely ambiguous. Yeah. Business. Well, one business and, that uh, is trying to follow these new health guidelines. <laughs> it's good old Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Chick Look, cherry pick fillet. A super, a super <laughs> food kale salad um, <laughs> to, to their, their menu. And if you're willing to spend an extra 94 cents to swap out your waffle fries, you're more than um, able to add it to one of your meal plans. Now, I, don't know, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, in October... New York finally got a chick, a, a real Chick Fil A. There was always a Chick Fil A Express on the yes. NYU campus, mm -hmm. but um, there was a full Chick Fil A was added to um, Herald Square, 34th Street area, yes. and, and was shut down. Like I would say, you have to get to the restaurant. Shut down. Had a C. I don't know how you get a C, but it, so they wouldn't have to post the C. They decided to just shut down for a couple of days, and they, they they've opened just in time to implement this kale salad that's going to hit the market on January the 18th. So it's going to save all of you. Why do, why do people feel that kale is the answer to every question? To every health question. Food, it's a leafy yeah, it, green. Yeah. Why does everybody feel that that is going to solve all of their problems? They got press, I believe, as being wonderful. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's a right. The, the whole, the whole superfood halo. Yeah. First of all, there's no such thing as a superfood anyway. No. They're plants, um, and they all do different things for you that are beneficial. Uh, included in this kale salad, Brandy, is broccolini as well. Ooh, ooh, ooh broccolini. broccolini! Watch out! I just, I'm staying as far away from that Chick Fil A as possible. If you get a C and then you shut down, I, yeah, look, I'm I sorry. Talk about that. Let me talk about a. B, C, and D. Let me tell you how for um, restaurants and establishments that sell food, I want an A. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. I hope I'm not messing well, with it. First of all, what is a B? What is a B? Now, let's yeah. clarify. If it's a B and it's a vegan restaurant, I'm going to give you guys an insight. 
they hold them to, to the same standards as restaurants that carry like meat and dairy, but you're not supposed to keep vegetables oh, okay. at that high of a temperature. So temperature. in vegan at that low of a temperature. Yeah, yeah, low, right. thank you. That low of a temperature. I didn't know that. Yeah, so you that. have to. They actually, if you go to the, the cities that have the grades, if you go to the website, the mental, the Department of Mental Health and Hygiene, they'll let you look at the details. So if you ever see a B and it's a plant-based restaurant, check the details because usually it's temperature related and it has nothing to do with cleanliness. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Chick Fil A, because Chick Fil A, right. I saw like those violations. <laughs> I saw those violations, and this is just Chick Fil A in New York City. Yes, I saw those violations. And it was terrible stuff. What are the violations? Oh, stuff like contamination and it flies in the in the, in yeah. the area. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was bad. But you see, this is another case with as far as um um with the grading system. Can we please put some thought into this? This is what I mean. Obviously, why don't you have certain temperatures for certain foods? Right. Why is that so difficult in saying? Well, okay, I'll, I'll give some clarity, probably, okay. which may not be satisfactory. But here is probably what they would say: they don't have enough people to inspect. So if you start having all of these guidelines, it just makes it even harder for them to get to as many restaurants as possible. Um, but and the other thing is, they're not considering, or when they came up those grades, they weren't considering vegan and vegetarian restaurants because they barely existed now mm -hmm. in in new york and la you might say well maybe they should accommodate that mm -hmm. um but but there you go but it, it, the point is just like we were talking about with the dietary guidelines you've got to do your homework right you can't yeah. just take it at face value unless it gets an a if it gets an a fine right right well, i just don't like as someone who's worked with stats i don't like this why this throwing everything into one bucket. I don't understand why it's so hard to say. Okay, here are the, the set of foods you have. Here's the temperatures they're supposed to be at. It, is it correct for this one, this one, this one, and this one? Check it. Come up with some kind of grading system, and there you have your grade. So if I have a bunch of okay, I, it's not that difficult to me though. To you, but I'm that's done, more I'm, money and that's more time and. If people don't care, they don't care. I mean, just how many get, of these things do people really care about? Someone who knows how to work with Excel. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand it. And who eats kale? That there it is. Yeah, but anyway, I, I'm sorry. That's my frustration having, I guess, worked with this sort of thing. What we don't care about. Guess who made it this week? Our good friend Steve Harvey. From Two Minute Bacon to Miss Universe mistakes. <laughs> We have him back again. And I've been getting a lot of Steve Harvey over the holiday because uh, I'll tell the you. Patty Pa, he, he was well, he Patty in the morning. Here's the thing about Steve Harvey is yeah. the fancy feud I can watch. Okay, and they love these marathons on the Game Show Network, so I've been getting all kinds of Steve Harvey. Yeah, you know what? Just for the Family Feud, I don't really care about what happened in Miss Universe. I don't either. Um, <laughs> even if it mattered, and it doesn't. Uh, now, I understand that uh, the Miss Universe contestants really do put a lot of work into what they're doing. But, okay, so he announced the wrong winner. But the thing is, because the the runner-up who was announced the original winner by him, uh, Miss Columbia, is very upset still about it. Columbia with an O. Yeah, because Donald Trump, who used to be affiliated with Miss Universe, yeah. um, came out and said th there should be two winners. Uh, not only the real winner, Miss Philippines, but also Miss Columbia because of Steve Harvey's mistake. Um, but that doesn't make any sense. 
the winner was always Miss Philippines. It was just announced incorrectly. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand Miss Columbia is embarrassed because she had the crown on and was crying and waving, and then they said, uh, <laughs> sorry. I'll take that back from you right quick. <laughs> I understand the embarrassment, but I think it would be smarter for her from a publicity standpoint to be gracious about it and use it as a platform. That's what yeah. I would do. Mm -hmm. I'd right. be like, oh, I understand, and then uh, let me get a Kellogg's endorsement. Let me get a uh, endorsement, whatever, and use that instead of coming out and running him out and not talking to Steve Harvey because she still refuses to talk to him. Uh, now, I will, before I... Say that again. Taylor Swift wrote the book on this, the the victim and leveraging. Yeah, she sure did. Very right. Good. She sure did. Now yeah. let me just say to all of you writing on the internet, it's it's Columbia the country, not yes. uh, something else, not like Columbia, Maryland. It's it it's C O L O M B I A, not L U. And Steve Harvey did that wizardry to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this oh, this is this is important. That's why I said O's not used. This is yeah. important because of what you're about to say, I believe. Now, now, Steve Harvey this week came out and explained what happened, but the explanation is confusing. So, uh, essentially, essentially what I gleaned from it is he was saying, look, I'm going to take the responsibility for this because I'm the top dog, but I could throw people under the bus if right. I wanted to. And he said when he announced the wrong name and came off stage, everything was fine. And then there was this big panic that happened. And he decided to go out on stage to correct it himself. He didn't have to do it. Um, but all of that to say, who really cares? Yeah, if you're know. caring about this, well, then you must have a wonderful life. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if you can't, you can't care about this because then you would go nuts caring about stuff that really matters. I mean, what do you, where do you cut it off? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't understand. Okay, so you weren't the real winner in the first place. Exactly. Laugh yeah. At it, laugh at it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I'd have And Perez Hilton, who was one of the judges, Perez Hilton, who was one of the judges, came out and, and slammed Miss Columbia. It was talking about how terrible she is. But who can take his word for it? Uh, <laughs> what about you? What about you, ladies? Are you interested in in competing in Miss Universe now? Because it's going to get big ratings the next time. Wow, I'm good. I don't. I don't want to answer questions and walk around in a dress. And well, I'm on. Smile. I'm on day 27 of insanity, so I might be ready. Undercover campaign. Undercover campaign. I'm just saying. I'm on day 27 of insanity, so I think I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be good. Well, you have to ready, huh? I play Powerball. I'm gonna have the funds to be able to sponsor my platform. <laughs> 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 Good. Yeah, but hey, look, I'm I'm always up for making fun of Steve Harvey because he's you know judgmental and self righteous to me. So I'm yeah. always up for. And he had Paula Dean come to his freaking camp to teach right. some little black boys how to cook. After that, yeah, he's ridiculous. on the list forever for that. Right. The the point is for me, I am always up for someone slamming Steve Harvey. I love it. But so when I saw all this, you know, dust up about what happened, I was like, "Oh, what did Steve Harvey do?" And then I find out it's this and the disappointment. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. The only good thing from Steve Harvey is Family Feud. Um, but you know, this might be an opportunity. Just to wrap this up, this might be an opportunity for him to write another book because he has a history. Of doing the very things he tells other people not to do later on. Amen. So all, yeah, all the stuff about what women should do is based on what he did, ladies. So maybe now we're going to get the Steve Harvey rules on how to host a show and not make a mistake. 
Yeah, how to host pageants. And then they can make a movie and, and, and you know, right. Kevin Hart involved and we can have the whole thing going. <laughs> the Tom Fool of the Week. Let's head into our last segment of the day, which is probably one of the favorites, the Tom Fool of the Week. Now, <laughs> this <laughs> Tom Fool. The modern day Rosa Parks, as they have tweeted about <laughs> themselves. You say that with a straight face. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. So, these guys, these uh, Clive and Bundy um, sons, sons of Clive and Bundy. Clive and Bundy's a guy who... Um, we need down. a name for them. We need a nice, neat name for them. Well, Clive and Bundy is a Nevada rancher. Oh, yes. Right. Who helped... Yes. And back in the day, he did something similar when he held... Um, Held some some building armed like a hostage with like a gun or something, and nothing nothing happened to him. Shut up and sit down. Um, his sons have taken step, you know, kept the legacy going, and uh, decided to get a group of people together down in Oregon to. Uh, protest somebody that was arrested. I mean, it's 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 uh, you know, it kind of well, takes us back to white privilege how we opened the yeah, show. Yeah. I think they there were some people that that uh, started fires on their property. Well, they started a fire that got out of hand, I believe. And so yeah, they prosecuted right, illegal fire. Mm-hmm. They prosecuted them for arson and they got X amount of years and then they were released. And the government decided through minimum sentencing guidelines that they did not serve the term they should have by the law. So they went and got them again and put them in prison again. So I think they're protesting the second go round. That's right. That, well, that, they're using they're using, they're using that, that as an excuse because this goes back decades with yes. um, especially out west because we have a lot of federal land out west. Right. Um, and they believe that that federal land is their land. Of course they do. Because their ancestors tilled that land for generations. Mm. And now the Native Americans will come out and say, well, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, excuse all of us on that note. And they have come out and good for them. Yeah, um, good for them. Good yes. for them. So it, it, this is this whole dispute. Because the thing is, that land is not theirs. It's ours. It's the country's land. Right. And, and there are different reasons for that. A piece goes to us. And that's right. Please. Um, so, and then it goes into the federal government. It can't manage things. But also, should, we should give it to the states. There's no suggestion that that will work. Actually, according to many experts, it would be worse. Um, uh, so that's what's going on. It would on be a disaster, here. right? The state took over. They don't have their resources. Can I just say this? Right. And and the burning of the land is really to to get rid of uh, encroaching what weeds yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. But they didn't do it correctly. And uh, this is all a big bunch of hooey. Now, these men, okay, there's this whole thing going on, everybody, about what do we call them? Because we know if they were Muslim or black, (laughs) or black, what they would be called. Yes. Let's try that. Let's try We know they'd be killed. You would not have a group of Muslims and or black people with guns not be killed immediately. Well, let me say to that, um, these men uh, went into an unoccupied building. Mm-hmm. Okay, these loons. 
so there is there's actually history i was reading something there's history of the black panthers entering uh, i think the capital mm. armed okay yeah. because at that time it was legal to do so right armed and they staged a protest uh, now they didn't take over the building and they left peacefully um but that didn't happen they, they didn't get shot Right. Um, now, now the re the point is this though. So Regardless of whether uh, minorities would be shot if they were in this position, they certainly would be covered differently. Because right. a lot of people that what happened with the Black Panthers and what I just related, a lot of people credit to them being uh, then painted in the media and and throughout this country as radical right dangerous right and that's when the they power were actually, that's right that's yeah. the danger right. right when they were actually not radical at all dangerous. at all so uh, we are not getting it from these guys you know we have the sheriff coming in and talking to them we have them going into the city to that get offended food. me you know yeah, yeah. All that, and and then it comes into also a history of these standoffs where they go in with guns blazing and a lot of people die so right. that's consideration but regardless of all of that the media media are covering them in a way that they certainly would not cover other groups in similar situ situations and with uh, better causes uh, yeah yeah oh yeah because you know they'd be terrorists and thugs thugs and whatever right else. It's right. just that biker gang. Remember them? Yes. Same thing. Yep. These yeah, bunch of fools. And yeah, y'all just like Rosa Parks. Just like us. Yep. Uh -huh. yeah, and, and the and a lot of them, they have these rancher-based complaints where they're upset with the government because they can't graze. Because the government stops them from grazing their cattle in certain parts of the land. It's all, they're just going to stand between uh, farmers and ranchers and the federal government when it comes to this land. Which is interesting because of all the money they get from the federal government and the amount of subsidies and loans. Even this this Bundy guy, right, got a five hundred plus thousand dollar loan from the federal government. So it's literally the tax benefits for owning a yeah, ranch it, are it, ridiculous. They have a lobby. It is a it, it, it's littered with hypocrisy. Yes. On top of being ridiculous in the first place, and y'all need to stop. Look, just because y'all stole the land first doesn't mean it's yours. Yes. Okay. Ayana, you want to weigh in on us? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I also say, there's a, a particular guy who I think is the Tom Fool of all Tom Fools. We Tarp Man. Has anyone seen yes, Tarp Man? Yes, yes, Tarp Man. Yeah. Look, <laughs> one of these, one of their, um, one of their numbers, let's call them, call him, um, was, had stationed himself in a chair on the land under a tarp. You know, I don't know, it's these blue, you've seen these blue tarps that he put um, on things like that. Yeah. So he's under this tarp with a gun, um, threatening that if, you know, I guess the authorities, whoever they may be, the feds or the locals, show up, he ain't going to prison. Guns blazing. He's told the media this. Yeah. He's been interviewed and saying this. See, this is where you look and go, okay, well, what is he? Yeah, and, and he's not unique. A lot of the the members of the group have said that we're armed. We're not leaving. We're not going to prison. You and know? we love right. We love freedom too much because yeah. you know, none of us do. But you know, yeah. we'll be, I have no way I'm going to prison. Implying that if they show up, we're gonna have a shootout. Yeah, and yeah. one guy on uh, posted a YouTube video to his kids and wife saying, "I probably won't be coming back." I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because every time you know, it's for without with our white with white folks. Whenever there is armed um, protests like this, they are doing it in the name of freedom and for other groups, 
whenever there's a protest, not even armed. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's in the name of some criminal activity. Right. And that's kind of the battle line. That's how they're covered. That to your point, Chauncey, with the thugs, hooligans, uh, whatever you want to call them, whenever you know the black folks or, or or folks of color are protesting something peacefully, mm-hmm. they're antagonized with the national guard. People bringing Humvees in and armored uh, vehicles with cops and riot gear and, and semi-automatic to automatic weaponry. This is what you see with unarmed minorities. You know, uh, uh, um, protests, and you know to contrast it with this. I think it says a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, you even got—I mean, it's, it's to wrap to wrap this up and just bring in the ridiculousness of it. There was even that whole like street harassment campaign. Um, I think it was sometime last year where they 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 got funding to create an app that allows you to take a picture of a guy who said hello to you on the street and or you know just whistled or something and. Uh, you know, turn you in. So now, like, that's that's a way. If a guy, you know, walks walks by, says, you know, hey, sweet cheeks, or how you doing, ma'am, you know, <laughs> you can take a picture of him if you want to feel, feel harassed. And how many, how many people do you, what types of people, rather, do you think are getting their pictures right. taken, mm-hmm. you know, taken up? Who feels threatened? You know, so, you know, one race says good morning to you. It's, oh, hey, good mm-hmm. morning. But another race says good morning. Oh, my God, I'm being harassed. And now we have, like, we have this... This whole technology that cops are going to be able to use now, where yeah. they can use this database. Oh, you you harassed a woman and take you. That's that's crazy. But guess what? Yeah. That stuff is going to hurt minorities more than any other group. Right. Well, and that's it's going back to even like Emmett Till. You know. Right. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's this cycle where, as long as as Chauncey said before, the media keeps feeding and feeding and yep. feeding the story. It just keeps churning the same thing out. Threatening, threatening thugs. Um, terrorists, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It just feeds the loop. Um, so, I mean, they could at least go out there and, and stand there and threaten them with their with their weaponry. You know, the fact you could at least go out there. Just make it look like you want to. Like, like they do with, 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 with black people when they when they uh, organize. Just, the just stand there with your your high powered weaponry. But you know, hands off. The end. So that is going to do it for our first Zeitgeist episode of 2016. Now, the media might not be covering things, you know, in a way that, that's fair and, 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 and different, but you can always count on the gang at the Zeitgeist to offer a different perspective on what's going on in the news. We appreciate you guys for coming and listening to us every week and look forward to an amazing year. Check us out at dailydynamic.com. <laughs> <laughs> Chips, look, it, it's just shaking off the rust here. <laughs> yes. Cut us some flash. My first 2016 brain fart. Look at that. All right. <laughs> DailyDynamic.com and on social media at DynamicDaily.com. Again, thanks a lot for coming back to another edition of The Zeitgeist, and we will catch you all next week. Listen to The Zeitgeist every Sunday at DailyDynamic.com.